As I have said before, something that has made me so excited about this season two for rediscovering your passion and purpose is we are truly going international. Uh, last season, as I mentioned before, we did go international. We had a couple of guests that were from Canada, but now I'm going to say I'm going global here because I have got another exciting guest from the UK. And I'll see if you can guess from her her accent when she starts talking about where you believe that she's actually originally from. But uh, welcome once again. And I'm so excited today to have my guest, Ildiko Marcus. And she is from the UK, as I said, going from not feeling good enough with low self-esteem and victimhood mindset to achieving full transformation and taking control of her life realizing that the potential of greatness resides within her. Now living with an abundance mindset and fulfilling her purpose of guiding other women to tap into their inner power and create the life they truly desire. Ilico, it is a pleasure to have you here as my guest today. How are you doing? Hi, Patty. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really, really excited to have this conversation for you, with you. I, I I agree. And I, I have to say, um, just the conversation we had a couple of weeks ago, and then the lovely talk that we have already had before we started this yeah. recording, um, you you are just, you're, you you beam, you are a delight. And I am so excited and, and about having uh, this, this discussion and, and conversation with you today, because uh, what little bit you have shared with me so far, um, I'm already motivated and I can only, I, I I just hope that the audience, those of you listening right now, you get as motivated and inspired. Even if you are just listening, you are not seeing uh, this podcast interview happening on YouTube, just the sound of her voice. Imagine her face lit up because it is truly inspirational and motivational. So, you know what, with that said, I know people are going to want to know about your accent. So can you share with everybody, where are you originally from? Yes, of course. So originally I am from Slovakia. However, my roots go back to Hungary. So I'm Hungarian and I was born and lived and brought up uh, as a, uh, within a minority in Slovakia. So mm. I've got a bit of a mixture of the of the accent. Um, but I've been in the UK for over 20 years, but clearly I did not get uh, rid of my accents. So, yeah. I love it. I love it. And I know everybody listening is doing the same thing. Well, why don't you go ahead and, and share with us your story uh, about your challenges and obstacles and how you continue to live your best life and your best dash. Of course. So um, I would go back to my upbringing uh, in Slovakia, which uh, back in the days it was uh, still in the communism. Um, your listeners might know about it being ruled by the Russians uh, with a very mm -hmm. strict um, lifestyle. So um Within that, you know, um, we were brought up with um, certain restrictions, no traveling, um, you know, having a very um, 
availability to different um, things from, you know, the Western world. So mm -hmm. we had a very, very, um, how would I call it? Um, very modest upbringing. Um, my mom was a very hardworking mom. Um, so we became very independent with my brother quite at a young age. Um, and it was a hard world. It was a hard upbringing, right? Um, she was trying to make um, life as easy as possible for us. Um, and from that came, you know, independence from a quite a young age, um, not having too much of nurturing um, because my mom was never around, um, you know, so you kind of became independent um, and just relied on yourself from a young age and not having the encouragement from your grown-ups and from, from your parents. Um, I never really felt that I was good enough. You know, I never mm -hmm. actually thought that I can achieve anything other than what I knew was normal. Mm -hmm. um, however, at the same time, I still, I always had this drive within me, knowing that I do not belong where I was born where I was born into or what I was born into. And I always knew that as soon as I turn 18, I will leave this country. And fast forward to when I was 18, that's exactly what I did. Mm -hmm. um, the only way back then was to leave the country was to actually, because I still needed a visa to go anywhere. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Slovakia was not part of the European Union, so you could not travel freely. So I had to have a visa and the, only, the easiest way was to actually become an au pair. So oh. I, um, my mom helped me to actually find a lovely family who were in Holland, who I have never met. I did not speak the language, but they came to pick me up. I waved goodbye to my mom and off I went. <laughs> I was oh like, gosh. I'm just going <laughs> to make this work for myself. <laughs> I remember I could not say a word to this family. So I arrived, I was, you know, talking from a dictionary, um, but it was a good start for me. Still, I had no self-confidence, no self-worth. I was, you know, looking at myself as a victim. Mm -hmm. uh, this little fire was burning inside me that kept pushing me forward. Um, so, you know, all other different things happened. Then I went back to Hungary to study in the uni. Then my um, journey led me to come to the UK. Um, and that's where I have been for the past 20 years. Um, well, real quick, if I can... In interject right here yeah. i was very i was very fortunate in uh october of uh what was that 2021 to do a viking river cruise and we started in budapest and uh one of the things that i uh, that i knew that there was communism there at one point but when you start touring around and you start seeing the architecture and the buildings and you start learning the history uh, with you just describing what you just described, I, I could only relate to it on just a very small scale, but it was very, it was very, very sad to know that those were a lot of the living conditions and the things that you had to, I will say, tolerate during uh, that regime. And uh, it, it is a beautiful country and they're coming out of it, but um 
I give you major props for knowing at a very young age that that was not going to be the life that you wanted to live. So, so congratulations to you for Thank knowing you. early on that you had a passion for something much bigger for your life. Yes. Yeah. I think we, if we actually listen to our intuitions, mostly it doesn't actually lie. And, and the drive is always within us. Sometimes we suppress it. Sometimes we just forget about it. But if you are in tune with your intuition, it you, it can usually lead you to a better life mm-hmm. and, and wanting more from actually what you have, I believe. When you when you were with that family as the au pair, um, how long did it take you to to under to to be able to really communicate through them and be able to speak the language, or or was that just a constant challenge? It was. I I think I just immersed myself in. The, the good thing about Holland is that everyone speaks English there. Mm, okay. I don't know if you have visited the country yet, but everyone speaks English. Whatever the generation is, they are fluent in English. So it really helped my situation because wherever I went, I could actually speak English. Well, okay. I was trying to. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but they were very helpful. So my go-to um, at the first instance was, you know, remember the CD CD. Um, mm. Uh, covers and you used to have the the lyrics inside it oh yes yes so I actually um I remember it was a Tracy Chapman uh, CD and I have learned every single song by heart mm-hmm. so I have actually called <laughs> that was my first first verse that I have just learned from from the lyrics of that song so wow. I just because I could listen to it and practice it myself in a song and then translate it myself. So that was my first go-to. Then I was learning from TVs. So I was trying to get the gist of things and trying to memorize and, and listen to, to words and, and off you went. Yeah, and every day you just tried a little bit more, you know, hand gestures and body language and all of that. Mm-hmm. Or you pick it up when you're actually forced to do something and you have no other way of doing it, your mind is quite powerful and incredible in actually adapt, adapting and, mm-hmm. and you know, learning way faster than you would think you would learn. Well, that's, that's very interesting that you said that because um, as a lot of you listeners know, especially if you get my weekly newsletter, you know that I had taken a, a two-week trip in Eastern Canada, uh, and it's French Canadian there. And pretty much once you get into uh, Quebec, it's it's almost full immersion. And one of the things going right along with what you said, and I, I mean, I have gone to other countries, but because English is such, you know. Uh, many many people around the world they they want to speak english and and they were and not saying that the people in in uh, quebec were not like that but what i was finding is be, being fully immersed into that where all of the street signs the the traffic signs the menus everything was in french and i did not know anything about it through the help of my friend brenda she was interpreting but with you, what you just said about what your mind is capable of doing Every restaurant we would go into, of course, they would give me a a menu that was in French because they did not know that I I 
what I was an American, but that I didn't speak French, but I would never, when they found that out, they go, oh, would you like an English menu? And I said, no, I, I want to work on seeing if I can figure this out. Yeah. And you know what? I did. Yeah. For, the, for the most part, about 90% of the time, there was a couple of things I had to ask Brenda. Does this mean this? I, I was I was right in there and I was enjoying it so much because it was something that your your mind does. It is capable of taking that on, even at 62 years old. 100%. It's it's just all a perception. Oh, the older we get, the, the less, um, you know, likely we actually pick up anything new. No, it's it's whatever you tell yourself is mm -hmm. the and and you should we should not be afraid of actually making mistakes or mm -hmm. you know failure because th that's how we learn you know right it's it's you make a mistake and you know okay next time i am not going to make that and i learn from it mm -hmm. and, or failures and and what i find that many of my peers or you know societies actually unless we have it all figured out in our head or we have all the knowledge that is required, that's when we are going to, you know, start some venture or, or do anything new. And that's not how it should be. It should all be about taking imperfect actions because mm -hmm. that's exactly how we learn. Well, well and, I, and you're right. That is when I know for myself, I have learned the greatest lessons from the mistakes that I have made. And I think the important thing is not to let that mistake stop you from pursuing your passion and purpose. Yes, definitely. It's the mindset, isn't it? It's mm -hmm. if you it as a growth mindset. Okay, what did this teach me? And you, mm -hmm. how can I learn from it going forward? And how can I actually maybe use it going forward and, mm -hmm. and create something new out of this? these little mistakes that I just made. So, so overall at when, how long were you an au pair? So I was an au pair for about two years. Then I went back to Hungary to, because I thought I need a degree to make something out of my life. Mm -hmm. So they say, so I followed the societal expectations and, and I returned to Hungary to start my degree which I have not completed because then I figured out, well, I'm not going to be stuck in Hungary. I know I want to go abroad and I know my destination is going to be UK. And as it turned out, they did not accept the uh, diploma or, you know, the degree oh. from, from Hungary. So I was like, I'm not going to waste my time. I'm just going to go to the UK and see what happens. Mm -hmm. um, so again, still not being in the European Union, needed a visa, so started off as an au pair. Uh, another two years whilst I was studying that's when I went to properly studying English so I took um, English lessons there I got my degree um, in the language and then I was working as uh, in a shop I was working in a restaurant I was studying I was with the with the with the family as well so I actually filled every single free time that I could have just to expose myself to new things, new opportunities and widen my network because I just wanted to see where this can lead me to. And if I just sat at home waiting for things to happen for me, I knew that was not going to do, be the way. So I needed to right. put myself out there. 
which was quite out of my comfort zone because I'm quite a timid or I was a very timid introvert with no self-worth and self-confidence yet I knew I had to overcome that to actually try and get on the right path for for where I knew I was headed or I Mm -hmm. had that feeling where I was heading heading to so once I did that actually it, it paid off because that has led me to work in a very well known hotel in London um, oh. where I actually started working as a restaurant hostess and mm-hmm. I have progressed and I stayed there for the, the next six years wow. which actually turned out to be you know the most useful years of my life because I have formed very deep and um, honest relationships where they also formed me as a person and gave mm-hmm. me the starting point in life and started that self-development journey for myself as well. They planted the seed, seed which actually took over many, many years to get to where I am now, but that was the starting point for me. Wow. Uh, again, even with the roadblocks, the challenges, the obstacles, you continue to move forward. You're not letting any of this stop you, whether it's a language barrier, whether it's a country barrier, no matter what, you keep moving forward. Your tenacity, it's incredible. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. And yes, somehow I did not have those characteristics that you needed to have but I knew I could only count on myself. And mm-hmm. when you know you have no other options, you just make it happen. You just make it work for yourself. Mm-hmm. You take responsibility for your life rather than waiting for someone to come and rescue you. Mm-hmm. And, and you would be surprised what you're capable of achieving if you do that and you have mm-hmm. that to life. Yes. I think there's quite a few people that they they uh, believe that in order to be a complete person, you need to be with someone else to be complete. But I think that many of us have found over our lifetime that if we do not believe in ourselves and know that we are a complete person on ourselves, we're we're not better with someone else. In fact, we can put ourselves in a situation that's actually detrimental to to us and 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 I think that's part of your story isn't it it is very much so I have looked for that external validation as well and as a result I have ended up with the wrong person and ended up marrying that person which was in a way a toxic relationship which did not help with my self-worth with feeling good enough because I was hearing the complete opposite um, from someone that was supposed to love me and encourage me. Um, And I just settled for it Mm -hmm. because I thought, okay, well, this is it then. (laughs) You know, I almost considered myself lucky for this person to choose me. Uh, Mm. which was quite interesting having come as far as I have in my life um but that personal or that that personal connection 
can be quite um, overpowering, you know, mm -hmm. on yourself as well. And it took me a long, long time to actually realize that, no, I do have the choice over this too. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I can change this if I wanted to. So after 16 years, I have taken the courage to step out of it, um, not knowing what was going to happen, mm -hmm. you know, having the the fear of standing on my two feet, now supporting two children, two young children. Um, I knew that being a divorced mom, it comes with a with a label, doesn't it? So mm -hmm. it's I had to overcome that fear as well, and knowing that I can make this work for myself, now responsible for my children as well. And I needed, I felt like I needed to um, break that generational pattern of not having healthy relationships because I have not seen it growing up. Mm -hmm. and, and I felt like if I don't break this, my children will continue it because this is what they would have known all their lives right so I felt a huge responsibility of not being the wrong role model for the children in in the in the relationship setup so yeah so I took the plunge and, and got out of it and I was so lucky that I did because I have never been happier so once again, uh, was that uh, intuition that you that you went with? I mean, knowing you know what this is this is not this is not good for me or my children to break yeah. that cycle. Was that intuition that was telling you that? It was an intuition, but what sparked it, Patty, was a book that I have read from Brian Tracy, which asked me some deep questions which I never dared to ask myself, which one of those was, what is it that you really want in this life? You know, who is it that you are deep down? Not what everyone else thinks you are or where you need to, you know, fall in a, within this box. No, actually who you are, who are you really? And what do you actually want to achieve? Mm -hmm. Because you've got the power. Mm -hmm. All that you need is already within you to achieve everything that you need. And that's when I realized that's, that was the shift for me. And that's where I actually started and accelerated on my self-development. That's where I turned from the victimhood. That's where I turned from not feeling good enough and not having the, the confidence. Because I was like, I was having the wrong self-talk within me mm -hmm. which was not helping and and I then I realized I needed to be my biggest cheerleader mm -hmm. you know I needed to be treating myself with compassion with love and knowing that I can do whatever I want there is no one else that can determine or put any limitations on me um so from then onwards yeah I I just I didn't stop until <laughs> until I arrived where I wanted to be. So it almost sounds like the, re, the, finding that book gave you the permission to make yourself a priority. 
that it yeah. was that it was opening up a whole new world for you that you had not up to that point even imagined was possible. Yes. Yeah, very much so. It it was one of those things where you say, "Oh my god, really? Can this happen for me as well?" You know, mm -hmm. rather than keep looking around with envy at you know your friends your colleagues you know how fulfilled how successful how happy they are in their relationship and thinking well clearly that wasn't for me and then just knowing no it can be for you too mm -hmm. you just need to go out there and make it happen mm -hmm. yes so so tell everybody how did you make it happen to where you are today <laughs> yes how did i make it happen that's a good question. Um, I just, I had this vision of myself, who I wanted to be. And I truly and deeply believed that I can do that. And and I started with the self-talk. So it, it took me a lot of time to start talking kindly to myself. Mm -hmm. Once that has changed, I started having a different relationship with myself and and also you know then you obviously start believing in yourself you start having confidence in achieving what you want and I found what brought me joy in life mm. I connected with who I was really mm -hmm. and where I wanted to go so I had to have a lot of um, asking myself a lot of deep questions, which, you know, you had you have different ways of doing it. You either listen to podcasts that you actually get, feel inspired about like yours, mm -hmm. um, or you, you read self-development books. There are so many out there. So there are different ways of whatever works for you. Um, you know, there's not only one way of doing it, but that's how it worked for me. I continuously listen to people that inspire me mm -hmm. and listen to their life stories and how they made it happen. And then, you know, took little snippets out that actually applied to me and I knew it, were, it was going to work for me as well. Um, and just kept pushing forward, kept rising my bar all the time, kept, you know, putting new goals for myself. And, and once they became easier to achieve, I just dared to dream bigger, which you and I spoke about. Um, mm -hmm. And did, did, during during all of this in, in this discovery period for you uh, do, do you know or have your children expressed to you if they noticed a change were they noticing the change in you 100 percent. and i noticed how different a better parent i became mm -hmm. obviously we all you know we are all fantastic parents but i felt like the children were triggering me on things that were leading back to my past, which I did not heal from. Mm -hmm. That was another thing that I had to do. I had to accept my past and not blame anyone mm -hmm. for how hard my you know, upbringing was or the hardship that I have gone through. Accept it as it is and as it was. And rather than keep looking back and keep blaming people and, and circumstances, just you know accept it and move forward right it's almost like an inner child healing that you need to do so and because I have kept working on those 
past triggers and the triggers that the children kept putting on me, I became less and less triggered going forward. And I mm. became much more calmer around them and happier. And, wow. and I was more present in the moment with them rather mm-hmm. than keep worrying about what will happen or what has happened, you know, two weeks ago. And so I was more able to enjoy day-to-day life with them. Mm-hmm. They have definitely noticed it because my patience changed, my attitude changed, um, the way I, I, I converse with them has changed. So yeah, definitely, you become a much better person within yourself and then the external world will actually see the difference and feel the difference too and and what a what an incredible lesson for your children to learn because i know that there are many people that they do stay in a toxic relationship because of the children thinking that that is going going to be a better situation and i think that your children discovered that uh, their life became better when you took uh, you took that opportunity and you left that relationship to show them a new and better way to live your life and that it's okay to put yourself first so that you can also not only take care of yourself but take care of your other loved ones as well absolutely and what was the trigger for me as well patty is that i have asked myself the question do I want my daughter to think and know that this is an acceptable way of being treated? Mm-hmm. And do I want my son to know that this is how a woman or his wife or his loved one should be treated? And right. that is an absolute no for me. And and yes, it is not easy to go through a breakup or a separation. However, long-term, it's way better for the children to be in two households where two individuals are happy mm-hmm. and not in a toxic environment. Well, they benefit from it, you know, with that one-to-one relationship with their parent as well going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, so those were the the driving factors for me as well. Mm-hmm. I, I know that uh, where you, you currently are, you have a passion for helping other people. Where When did you realize that you had that passion for helping others? So that's interesting because as I was going through my self-development journey, I I still felt a void internally. And I kept asking myself, what is it? And I was trying, I, I was really, really struggling to figure it out by myself. Uh, and I just could not understand why I can't find what my purpose in this life is. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when I actually came across, you know how we say, how we talked about that things happen to you at the right time. Yep. At that point, I was ready to engage with my coach. So, mm-hmm. I have worked with this amazing human being and she has asked me questions that I have never been asked before that dug so deep that I had no choice but become completely vulnerable and learn new depth of myself and really dig deep inside my soul and discover that I'm here to enlighten people. Mm. And, 
and and I'm so passionate about working with women and really making them realize that life is beautiful, no matter what we are going through. The power to change and turn everything around lies within us, and we all have that power, no matter what. Um, we just need to tap into it and and create the life that we so truly desire. So yes, that is my mission in this life. And what an incredible mission that is. Uh, you know, with all the the challenges that you have overcome, was there a point or period of time where you felt like you had lost your your passion and purpose somewhere along your life's journey? You mean before I have discovered it? Yes. Yes. In my late 20s, I, I just felt like, okay, this is it. You know, I'm just destined for hardship. I'm just destined to be in this unhealthy relationship. And I am just destined to to get by, you know, and, and deal with whatever life throws at me rather than having the choice mm -hmm. of, of what happens to me. And and I just kept going from one day to another, not having any long-term goals. Um, yeah, so I just did not know that I can turn all of this around. And I just fell into that trap of living day to day. Mm -hmm. and accepting my circumstances but but through through that i'm sure that that's something now because of that part of your journey that happened that helps you to relate to the people that you work with on helping them to move forward in their life absolutely because i can completely understand how they feel internally and what they are experiencing you know in their mind in their body in their you know it's it's the whole demeanor that that comes with with that when you're in, in a in a position like that and i completely understand where they come from and and how they are feeling and and i can guide them through mm -hmm. coming out of that and really rediscovering who they are you know finding their identity that they they have might have lost throughout these you know, years of hardship that they have been experiencing. And once they tap into that, they will rediscover their values, their dreams, and then create a tangible, um, achievable goal, how to get from here to there, where they want to be. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm sure that each time that happens, when you see them have that aha moment or that light bulb moment it reinforces and reminds you of when you had that aha moment and that light bulb moment especially when you read that book that gave you permission to dream big to go for for what you want in your life absolutely i it's such a joyful experience and you know when you know that you can help someone to create that life and bring happiness and contentment and fulfillment in their life. There is nothing better, honestly, nothing better in life. It's just so fulfilling. And having had, if I had that opportunity 10 years ago, I would be in a much different, much better place and, you know, way ahead of where I am right now, because I would have saved 10 years of self-development work on myself which can be achieved if 
if someone is guiding you that they know how to do things and the questions and the tools and techniques that needs to be applied, you can achieve and turn your life around within a few months. And, and you know, you can be where you want to be within by this time next year, mm-hmm. which is quite amazing. Well, it, and, and even though those rough times that we have and those obstacles and challenges, like, like you mentioned before, you can't go back and change the past. You can only learn from it and move forward. And because of that experience and those rough times that you had, that's what makes you an exceptional life coach to be able to help other people because you've been there, you've done that, and you want to help other people be able to do that same thing. And I think that that's the greatest gift that you can do is from your life lessons that you have learned to help others to either avoid them or if they are experiencing the same thing, helping them, maybe not in the same way that helped you, but opening up their options for what is available to them. 100%. Yes, definitely. It's, you know, I'm just a conversation away. And if, if, even half an hour of discussion can actually open up some new avenues for for someone that they could not think about by themselves. Um, so, yes. Well, you know, and one of the things that you and I talked about briefly before we started recording, um, and I've mentioned this several times in my newsletters, is even though we we dream big, we have our vision boards, we have our bucket list, whatever you want to call them, it is really important to have those special individuals in our lives that sometimes they are able to dream bigger dreams for us and see the bigger picture where we think that we're seeing the bigger picture, but in reality, it is the next level, but it's not as as big or expansive as someone else can help us with that. And that's that's what it sounds like you do for the people that work with you. Yes, it's the other perspective as well. We all have our own perspective of things, but if someone sees it from a different perspective, they can shine a different light on the mm-hmm. same thing and you know, create new opportunities, new understandings, new ways of doing things. But it's also the accountability. It's very, right. very difficult to, it can be very difficult to actually hold yourself accountable on your bad days, on your difficult days, you know, on even if you're going through a bad patch. But if there is someone alongside you that is saying, hey, you know, are we on the on, on track? What have you achieved today? You said you're going to have it done by today. Okay, what are you struggling with? Let's overcome this together. That accountability partner that is there cheering you on, holding your hand, that that makes such a difference. You, you hit the nail on the head there. You know, I think a lot of people think, uh, oh, if, if, if I'm out in the working world, you know, yeah, that, that's when you need an accountability person. Being retired now for the last seven years, I have found that it is almost more important for me to have accountability people in my life than it was when I was teaching. Uh, I mean, and I've been very, very blessed my whole entire life that, uh, as I told you before we started this uh, discussion today, is God has placed certain people in my life at a specific uh, time and place for a reason and season. And uh, because of that, 
it has helped me stay accountable because those people were placed there for that accountability. And those people continue to be that accountability person because as much as I want to believe I'm organized and I'm with it, I need that. I make up too many excuses to get out of it, whether, whether it's exercising or eating or, or just with my business. And I'll tell you, I know that I'm sitting here having a conversation with you because of my business accountability, soul sister, Brenda, that I have. Uh, and because of that, uh, I get to have this wonderful conversation with you and it is about accountability. It is, isn't it? Because it's so easy to say to ourselves, if you want to go to the gym, oh, I don't feel like that today. I will just do it tomorrow. But if you have someone else going with you and they are waiting for you, you will make sure that you are there. And it goes the same way for for any any area in your life because you don't want to disappoint anyone else, do you? No. And it it what well, I just want to touch on that you know the life journey, we should um not that this not get discouraged by whatever journey we have been on because we have been on it for a reason, yes. and we have to look at it. We have become stronger, we have become more experienced, and we have learned certain lessons mm-hmm. along the way because it will be necessary for us to have these skill sets and characteristics going forward on the path where we need to be, where we are heading. And when we have grown and have experienced those things, new opportunities will open uh, themselves to us. Oh, yes. Maybe even in ways that we don't expect it. Yes. So we just have to be open to those, you know, uh, um, little guidance is little doors that keep opening here and there and just go and explore because you never know what that can lead you to mm-hmm. and, and right there that that is an important point because we have to be willing to open ourselves up and when we do open ourselves up listen for those little voices because those are the things that will guide us to know that we are, you know, our intuition or, your, or you know, listen to your gut or whatever, or however people term that. Because the, the possibilities and the opportunities are out there, but we have to be open for them in order to see them and take advantage of them. And I know that during my past seven years of being retired, I have really worked very, very hard on being open to it. And because of it, Oh my gosh, the opportunities that have come my way, the people that I have met, the things that I have done, the experiences and adventures and the journey I have been on have far exceeded anything that I could have possibly imagined. And and I mean, it's extraordinary. Yes. Yeah. It's quite wonderful. It's, it's how the mind works, right? It's when we actually focus on the positive, positive will grow and then the positive actions will follow and positive opportunities will come our way. Mm-hmm. Because if we let our mind be consumed by negativity, it will breed negativity. We right. will not see those opportunities. Mm-hmm. So we have to be very aware of how we think about things, everyday things, and how we talk to ourselves, which we touched upon. And if we think and think positively and attract positive things, 
positive actions, you know, opportunities will grow, more positive people will come into our lives and it will just escalate that way. Yes. And just as I have have mentioned before with other guests that I've had, you know, kind of the foundation of my life for the majority of my life has been PMA, positive mental attitude. And that is not to say that every single thing that happens to me in my life is positive and wonderful and outstanding. It just means that when the challenge comes or the obstacle presents itself, and they do, that uh, I take that and I and I work on, okay, how can I make this better? Or how am I able to get out of this? How am I supposed to grow from this? That, in a sense, is turning the negative into a positive, if you want to call it that. Is it easy? No, it is not. However, because of that positive mental attitude foundation, it helps make those difficult situations not as death-defined, so to speak. I mean, isn't that what you found? Absolutely. And I could not agree with you more. That's exactly. And, and I'm going through tough time. You know, I'm not going to lie because life happens. Yes. However... I'm not going to crawl up uh, and and cry myself to sleep because I'm facing this situation and I'm approaching it from a positive way thinking okay why is this happening what is this what this might be might be leading me to you know what am I learning from this experience what should I not be doing going forward and how can I turn this around Mm-hmm. rather than oh my god why is this happening to me what well, you know why me and and the approach is life happens for you not to you oh yes that yes, yes. that's a beautiful way of putting it you're absolutely right on that and i think when we get out of that victim mode yes. you know uh my my uh, dear friend Tammy Rader, who is a cancer thriver, uh, instead of taking the attitude, I mean, she was diagnosed with, and she was a, a guest here on my podcast in season number one. But uh, not only did she get diagnosed with breast cancer, but thirty nine days later, she was also diagnosed with rectal cancer. Wow. And instead of saying "Why me?", she changed it to "Why not me?" Mm. and and that's how she headed in and has continued her journey, her cancer journey as a thriver, not just a survivor. And, yes. and, and, and that is taking a very horrible situation and twisting it. So you're not the victim, but you become the victor in, in that particular situation. Yes. Yes. Very true. So, so along the way, what would you say during your life's journey has been the best advice that anyone has ever given you? That anyone has ever given me. I think it has been in the in the recent re- recent years where I have I have learned to take responsibility for my life mm-hmm. um you know you are the only one responsible for what happens to you no one else mm-hmm. and and if you go about life like that you stop blaming everyone else and 
and everything else around you, again, the victimhood mode. And you just, you do what you need to do to make the next step better or even more exciting or less challenging. And yes, definitely be responsible for your life. Excellent. Um, through through the challenges that you've had, the, the areas of your life moving forward, I'm sure that when people continue to see you moving forward instead of just getting bogged down by the negative that was happening, when you would express to others, well, I'm going to do this, I'm going to take this on, I'm going to accomplish this. I'm sure there were people in your life that what I refer to as yucked your wow. They were putting you down in some way, shape, or form. When those people yucked your wow, uh, how did you respond to them? Um, let me show you the opposite. <laughs> well, I have also come to learn that people put you down because they can see something in you that they have not managed to achieve, mm -hmm. yet it's triggering something negative inside them. So they need to express it on you to try and keep you in a safety zone, right? Yes. Um, and I have learned to, to navigate that. And, and I don't take, as, as bad as it sounds, I don't take people's opinions on on myself or seriously. I, I ask for advice, mm -hmm. but we have to learn and we have to acknowledge that everyone perceives life's, life from their own perspective based on their you know, life experience, their background, their, their circumstances, and our perspective on the same thing is not the same. So whatever works for me might not work for someone else. We can ask for advice, but to be disencouraged by someone because our dreams sound too threatening to them is, is not something that I will ever accept. And, and no one should get discouraged. It should just put a bit of bigger fire into their belly and, and go a little bit more after it and tell them, well, let me show you the opposite. Um, because you got everything that you need within you to make it work for yourself. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. So right now at this point in your life, what would you say that you are passionate about personally and professionally? Personally to actually spend as much quality time with my children, go on life adventures because my daughter is 12, my son is eight, and I haven't got many years left together with them before they say, mommy, um, you know, you're not too cool to be spending time with anymore. So I'm making my, my time with them count. Um, and professionally, again, just working as many beautiful souls as I can to, to turn their lives around and, and find joy in life. Wonderful. What would you say that right now at this point in your life is your purpose personally and professionally? Um, personally is, is to live my best life, you know, stay authentic to myself. Don't be afraid of using my voice mm -hmm. and, and keep going forward and 
you know, keep achieving those goals and keep setting new ones and just live an aligned and authentic life. Um, yes. Beautiful. So, uh, Ildiko, what would you say is your superpower? I would say it's resilience. Mm. <laughs> Good one. Yes. Yeah, yes. I think it is resilience because I have always find a way, no matter what mindset or, you know, a stage of my self-development I was, I always found a way of coming out and making things better. Um, and I can always count on myself, I think. Mm -hmm. I know I can. Well, I can tell you, if, if, if those people that those of you in the audience that are listening, you you can see and hear the resilience that Ildiko has been expressing through this conversation today. So that, yes, is a true superpower that you do have. You. Um, how are you living your best dash or your best life? It's living in the moment. Mm -hmm. Honestly, it's it's taking in the moment and it's small things for me right now, Patty. It's you know, feeling grounded, being out in nature, feeling the sun on my face. Mm -hmm. It's I am taking advantage of of these small things that are happening in life right now, mm -hmm. on a, but on a day-to-day -day basis. And because we really don't need much in life right. to actually feel joyful and connected yeah. um, with nature. So I am just more yeah aligned with with nature and my soul and and bringing that all in alignment beautiful are there any final thoughts uh or words of wisdom that you would like to share with our audience i yes i i really really would like to encourage everyone to to believe in things in themselves and really don't give up on whatever they are going through. Don't give up on their dreams and just step into them, into, into their own, you know, passion, into their own power, into their own strength, into their own beliefs. And don't let anyone disencourage and be compassionate with yourself and be kind with yourself. Because if you are not, then who else can be? And mm -hmm. it's so, so important. Yes, it is. Well, thank you so much, Ildiko, for being my guest today. It it's it's been wonderful talking with you and learning more about your story. Uh, what I'd like to do is give you the opportunity to be able to tell our guests how can they connect with you and get in touch with you. Oh, that would be wonderful. I am I'm open to connect with with as many wonderful souls as as as. Um, possible and they can mostly find me on instagram mm -hmm. and it's at ildico.marcus.coach um you know we can hop on a, a call i offer free complimentary 60 minutes call with which can be life-changing just to mm -hmm. have a conversation they need some tools some techniques or just you know someone to talk to they can dm me so please connect i i'm here and and i'm here to support 
And just like with all of my guests, uh, in the description for this episode, know that uh, the links to be able to connect with Ildico will be there. So you can go directly to that link in the description for this episode, click on it, and you will be able to find her and then be able to communicate with her. As you can tell, she definitely has a passion and purpose for helping people. And uh, if you have connected through this podcast episode with her, I encourage you to tap on that link so you can do that uh, because it will be one of the best life-changing experiences for you. And I can say that from a personal experience that I have had and am having uh, with you. And I thank you so much for being a part of my podcast. I am so honored that I could have been. Thank you so much, Patty. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Thank you. Good. Well, thank you so much. And for those of you out there listening, remember, uh, I'd love for you to subscribe and follow this podcast. When you do that, you get automatic reminders uh, each week when the new episode launches on Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And uh, because we are now international and global, I know that time varies for many of you, but, uh, but follow and subscribe so that way you don't don't miss any exciting guests that I have uh, during season two of Rediscovering Your Passion and Purpose. And you know what? While you're at it, go ahead and hit that five-star rating and please write a review. I would really appreciate that. That would be so awesome. Don't forget also to check out my website at www.pathwayswithpatty.org. Sign up for a Zoom chat with me and get my free Pathway to a New Beginning Roadmap. So until we meet again, remember to continue to live your best dash and know that life's an adventure and I want you to enjoy the journey because your life matters. Thank you for joining us and God bless you all.